0: International rugby coverage on the Country Sport Breakfast is proudly brought to you by Access Solutions, elevating you and your business to a higher level. Ball left hand side, Will Jordan, lovely line. Ball on the left for Cody Taylor, for Sharon Frazell. Frazell barges his way over. Oh, my goodness. Frizzell! Bob won! They ran right over the second! Yeah, it was quite a remarkable try, wasn't it, nine after seven on the country sport breakfast. Joining me now was my expert comment on Saturday night, editor of New Zealand Rugby World, Jim Case. Morning, Casey. Good morning, mate. Nice call on Saturday night, and that was a terrific try from uh, Shannon Frazell. Yeah, it certainly was. Well, 36 hours or, or thereabouts since uh, that game uh, wrapped up. Uh, what are your reflections on the way the All Blacks were able to beat the Springboks? The biggest,
1: My biggest takeaway now is how they absorbed all of that pressure in the second half and finished on top, finished really strong. So, you know, we called it at the time that when the uh, Springbok bench came on, the 6-2 split of forwards versus backs and some very big human beings, it really did rest a little bit of the domination that the All Blacks had established away from them. Uh, And I'm just impressed at the fact that they – that they remained composed for most of that time and came back and, and you know, finished with a couple of tries themselves. So it was, a, it was a terrific Test match. You know, New Zealand started so well. South Africa came back into it. Then New Zealand finished strongly, as I say. That's what you want in a Test match. Uh, and and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was a great game of rugby and a great international.
0: Yeah, in some ways I, I agree because I think that, that, that ability to withstand the pressure of South Africa where they seem to be getting the better of, seem to be getting the momentum at that point, I think that was just as impressive as the way they started the game getting out to that 17-nil lead because they had to withstand that, that pressure that uh, the Springboks are putting on them.
1: Yeah, and look, it took South Africa a little while to find their rhythm, didn't it? Maybe that's because you know they've made so many changes, 10 changes. A lot of their guys had played rugby for quite a while, so maybe they were just finding their feet. Uh, and when they did, they they certainly looked uh, they looked apart. The they looked exactly what we expect of South Africa. Held onto the ball, bashed away at the All Blacks' defenses across the park, and and for the for the most of it, the All Blacks stood up really really well to that. Uh, and then as as we've agreed, they they absorbed that. They came back and they finished strong. So that was that was good. I mean, there there were there were individuals within that in the performance that stood out, but I think as a whole, seeing the team perform in the way that they did was really encouraging and and promising.
0: Let's let's zero in on one of those individuals, Shannon Frizzell, because he had a stormer and has got plenty of plaudits in the last day or so for that performance on Saturday night. But he also had a big test the previous week against Argentina in Mendoza. So he's had two big tests in a row. Do we now firmly close the door on that blindside flanker selection and go, Shannon Frizzell is the man to start those big World Cup games?
1: It's a sensible thing to do. Um, it's been a bit of a, a, a turnstile position since uh, the wonderful Jerome Kano retired after the Lions series in 2017. I think there's been 71 test matches since then, and about eight or nine different people used. You know, Akira like, Ioannis, Liam Squire, Luke Backerson, Scott Barrett, um, Dalton Lee's had a go there, uh, Artie Saviour's had a crack there. Mm. Uh, I hope that they stick with Shannon Frizzell. I think he's shown in the last three games that he is an absolute beast at number six, and that's what you want. And I also hope, Elliot, that it means that they keep Scott Barrett at lock. Scott Barrett is a fine blindside flanker, but he's a terrific lock. Uh, that is his position, and I hope that they keep him in that position. And, you know, it's tempting sometimes, particularly in World Cup years. We've seen it in the past. We're out fullback and centre uh, to look and go, oh, we've got three wonderful locks and and. Scott Barrett, um, Brodie Retallick, and Sam Whitelock, We've got to keep all of them on the park. Well, actually now you don't, and you've got to make the hard decision and, and put one of them on the bench, and I uh, have Shannon Frizzell on the on the blind side. All
0: right. Well, I'm going to put you on the spot here, Jim. How do you make that decision? Where do you where do you put those locks? How, what's your starting combination and your bench combo in in terms of uh, the second row department? So I'd start
1: Scott Barrett and Brodie Retallick and I'd have Sam Whitelock on the bench, and in no way is that a criticism in any way of Sam Whitelock. It's, it's more a compliment. Mm. Um, you know, he's played 143 test matches. Just imagine having him coming on. You know, we, we, we talked about the likes of Malcolm Marks coming on and all the experience that he brought for South Africa. If you, if you have a guy like Sam Whitelock with his composure, his experience, and his ability, coming on with 30 minutes to go in a test match, uh, as your sort of closer, what a what a wonderful impact off the bench that would be, um, a, a different impact. Some some people you want to come on and change a game from a bench perspective. I think with a guy like Sam Whitlock on the bench, you want him to come on and solidify what's happening, to calm things down, to to bring composure and experience to it. and I think he'd be terrific as a, as a bench player for the rest of this year.
0: It's a fascinating debate, isn't it? Because you, Brody Retallick probably might be the more explosive bench option, yes. the power yes. he can use for, say, the last yes. 30 minutes. But let's just think back to that 2015 World Cup where Kevin Mialamu came off the bench to back up Dane Coles in the last 30 minutes of Test matches and that cool, calm head of, of someone like Kevin Mialamu, the leadership that he could bring on, that could be a really valuable asset uh, in those big World Cup games, couldn't it?
1: Oh, absolutely, and that's and you know that's what you want. I mean, look, there might be a time when when you're under the cosh and you're down on on the points. Well, Sam whitelock has been there and done that. There might be a time when you're up uh, and you need someone just to say, "All right, guys, you know we win this game from here." And Sam Whitelock's done that. He's he's done it all. I, I think he'd be, you know, Kevin Mialamu is a really good comparison. I think he'd be. I think he'd be terrific off the bench. Uh, he'd be terrific starting. But as, as we've agreed, there's there's only two, and you've got three of them. There's only two spots, so that's what I'd be doing.
0: Jim Kay's with us on the Country Sport Breakfast. Jim, in terms of a World Cup implications, Ian Foster was quick to play down uh, any implications from that big win on Saturday night. They'll meet again in London in about a month's time um, ahead of the the Rugby World Cup. But what will the All Blacks and the Springboks take away from that, knowing they've got another meeting to come and may indeed meet in the, the World Cup quarterfinals?
1: In terms of the World Cup it has you know little relevance in terms of results because we've seen over history that stuff that happens before World Cups sometimes even during World Cups does not really uh, affect who's going to be in the final in, in, in the final so you know let's put it to a side in, in that regard uh, but I think in terms of the the 12 sort of 16 months that the All blacks have had uh, this will be a huge tonic it'll be it'll it'll, it'll allay a lot of concerns, it will, it will give them the confidence that they can foot it with a big forward pack, it will give them confidence that they are on the right track going to the World Cup, that they do have their tactics right and that they do have their selections right in general. Um, I'd like to see a, a few tweaks for the backs who are on the bench. Um, and it will give individual players a huge amount of confidence and that's really, really important. And, and I also think we should just celebrate it as a Test match win. South Africa, I think they'll just look at it and go, hey, look, we know that in the 30 minutes of that game, we were back in it. Give us a bit more time, give us a bit more time together, um, and, and we'll be all right. But I do question, Elliot, whether they are expensive enough to really threaten the top teams in the world. What they brought to Mount Smart Stadium, go, go Media, Mount Smart, was kind of predictable, wasn't it? You, we mm. kind of knew that that's what they were going to do. It's pretty one-dimensional. It's pretty much bash it up and hope that you break the line. That works against teams that can't handle that sort of sustained pressure, but against teams that can—New Zealand, South Africa, oh, sorry, New Zealand, France, Ireland, those sorts of teams—I don't think it will be enough. They don't test, stress, stretch, bend a defence enough.
0: Yeah, it's a shame because you've got Chesling Colby such an excitement machine on oh, the wing Makazori Mapimpi, and they just don't use them um, you know the way that you know perhaps a team like the All Blacks or France or Ireland might use those kind of wings.
1: Oh absolutely and the pokie scored three tries against um, uh, Australian week earlier on the wing I mean they've got fantastic bats but they did t- tend to resort to type a little bit uh, when they were trying to work their way back into into the game and, and look that's okay that, that works for them but I just don't know if it's going to be a, a, enough in, in the big games against the big teams at the World Cup. And you're right, man, And oh man, they have some wonderful talent. Uh, and they did use that talent at the last World Cup. So, so maybe Rossi, maybe Rassi will say, look, let's let's use them a bit more in uh, France. But on the evidence of what we saw in uh, Penrose, that wasn't the case.
0: Indeed. Jim, appreciate your time on Saturday night and again this morning. I look forward to catching up soon. Thanks for your time. Cheers, mate.